Hi there, and welcome back to the 99% Rebellion. I'm Star. And I'm PNC, aka Positive Women. Oh, I had COVID last week, so I'm feeling a little bit better. We've both been sick, to be honest. Yeah, I've been sick too, not with COVID, but it's more like major stress kind of thing. Like burnout? Uh, the burnout, the depression. Bit of, uh, took too, bit off too much that I can chew at one point. So I just kind of crashed and burned. Gotcha. Like a mighty phoenix, I rise from the ashes. Indeed. From destruction, you arise reborn. There right. you go. And we too need to rise after the fall of Roe. Okay, let's see. We've got a lot of articles and you've got a lot of feelings. And it's been a while since we've been back on hiatus, so do forgive the episode. We are doing our best. But just, uh, every yeah. time I look in the news, it's just so depressing. It's like, wow, this makes me hate myself even more. Because when I was a child, I hated the thought of being female and I always tried to do show myself and present myself masculinely and then after that i grew grew custom to you know i was okay with my body and i was okay with myself and then this happened is like oh no more dysmorphia it's not great to be a woman right now indeed so we're going to face a lot of transphobian um, homophobia on this end. Can't really hide um, when if you get pregnant or whatnot. Indeed. This is going to hurt. It'll screw up your body from there on out. And it will. Let's see here. Oh, oh, remember the story about the 10 year old who needed the abortion? I actually didn't check in with her. I actually didn't check in what happened. I should probably see. Let's see. Eight hours. Let's see. Okay. A grand jury indicted the man accused of. Oh, good. So the man has been indicted for the rape of the 10 year old Columbus girl who had to travel to Indiana for abortion good i'm glad he's getting he's getting it so ohio usa a man accused of impregnating a nine-year-old columbus girl who then traveled to indiana for an abortion has been indicted by a franklin county grand jury according to the court records 27 year old gerson fuentes is facing two felony counts of rape oh boy because of this pedophile this girl's life was almost ruined she almost gave birth to a child when she herself is a child herself. The youngest mother in the world was only five years old. Yes, Lena Medina. This breaks my heart. She's been all right. The 10 year old? I think she's doing okay. Let's see. Um, 
Also, what the fuck? I can't quite hear. Sorry, I'm just going deeper down this rabbit hole because I was... I didn't want to go down it, but... Mom of 10-year-old Ohio girl who got abortion defends child rapist. How is that okay? What? How? I? Oh, man. Why would anyone defend somebody at that 10-year-old? I, I legit don't understand. I do not understand this logic. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Back in the day, we used to beat pedophiles to death. What the hell happened to that? Now she's defending this person who violated her daughter. How is this okay? This makes me distrust the world and its people even more. It's definitely not okay. Not okay. Awful. Okay. Well, it seems like I've been looking up some articles. Um, apparently, the uh, Presence pregnancy center see the Supreme Court ruling as a opportunity. Um, there, are, for those uh, who haven't heard of them, but these uh, these these things that are uh, Presence pregnancy centers, and they're about according to this article. Let me pull, try and pull that up like quick or. Send it over. Um, hmm. According to this article, and the, there's more than 2,500 of them in the United States, and uh, there are many are faith based, which is read as a uh, Christian conservative, hmm. and they are excellent. Exists for the sole purpose of in the ripping people into uh, guilt and manipulate them into not having abortions and whatnot. They're according to this article, they are a public health concern and that the services they provide are not aligned with medical practice standards or national recommendations and their ethical practices are not aligned with ethical standards as well. And that was said by Andrea Schwarzenegger, an endology and statistics professor at the University of Georgia. Uh, yeah, I think I'm, I can know her. And she uh, has said that they're totally unregulated. They're not medical facilities. They don't have patients. And they spread false and misleading information about health topics just to promote their goals. But after the fall of she expects them to grow in prominence because, you know, now people don't have, uh, don't feel safe going to Planned Parenthood or a, a, to, or even attending to abortions or whatnot. It's, 
um, all those things. And they basically are there to the uh, what they offer is pregnancy tests, counseling services, and clothes and diapers and whatnot. Stuff for if you want a parent, not for if you don't want a baby kind of thing. Basically, it's just there to guilt trip you, guilt trip you, make you feel bad, and go oh because God and all that bullshit. My apologies, very personal. I think there's a few right near my neighborhood, and there's to put in myself, oh, but it doesn't take make a degree in psychology to know that. Uh, Health and research pregnancies say their free pregnancy test does not say uh read for any good news down around uh the Appalachians of Georgia. Appalachians in Georgia? Gross. Yeah, it's we're not too far from from uh, from there. My hometown's just about uh, a much a good hour or so away, maybe two. You can, in certain places, you can see them in the distance, and there's hills everywhere that are basically considered foot hills of the Appalachians. Yeah, that's one of the things that kind of sucks around here. I'm sorry. There's not a lot of access to proper care, is there? Yeah, not really. You have to go all the way to uh, about an hour, two hours away. I think there was a Planned Parenthood back in the day in Atlanta, but I'm not sure if that um, was shut down or not. I'd have to you know, look it up to be completely certain. Uh, unfortunately, there's more bad news in your state. Georgia's six-week abortion ban begins immediately after court ruling. The federal appeals court. Yeah. These people value a clump of cells more than they value the actual person walking around talking. How is that okay? How is that reasonable? It's definitely not okay. Definitely not. I don't talk a good game of how, oh, it's still, it's a living thing. It's a living thing. But they'll bend over backwards to say, uh, there's something on the news about next school, sh- this last school shooting, they've been over backwards lying about, it's not the gun's fault, it's, it's XYZ. You know, it's, yeah, it, it's, Poor parenting or mental illness or not going far off because they'll pin it on anything else but you know access to heavy duty firearms. Indeed. And half of them don't know what they're talking about. Mental illness doesn't really lead to you killing anybody. It this means you're are more of a danger to yourself than anybody. Mental illness can in some very rare situations make you dangerous, but you're danger to yourself and majority of these times. That's the whole thing with mental illness. People like to 
really didn't demonize the mentally ill. I digress. But also, like in, in my circles, I don't really know a mentally well person. It makes me very uncomfortable when I see when I, when a random person says this is like, like, oh, I have depression. It's like, really? I don't. It's like, excuse me. You're perfectly sane after all, all this bullshit of in, in this in this political environment. How how are you not suffering? Just uh, because I've been mentally ill ever since a child. Depression, body dysmorphia, etc. Anxiety. I haven't shot up anything. I haven't bullied anyone. I was bullied myself, etc. Just these people. People think think that mental illness is it all. No. It's also the, per the person who decides, hey, I'm going to be a problem today and kill people. They take they make that conscientious decision. And the, the rest of us who are busy living our lives trying not to die or kill or kill ourselves because of our brains and everything and everything going on. It's just very frustrating. I don't feel safe going out anymore. I don't feel safe going to the grocery store, going to work. Yeah. And it's kind of one of those things about being in America, I guess. What's that song? This is America? Mm-hmm. I think by... Childish Gambino? <laughs> uh, I can't yeah, Chavez Gambino. Yeah, I know him. I yeah. know him. That's just how it is. Welcome to America. <laughs> Awful. Alright. Like... Yes. And yes. we floated the idea of having uh, a dis... Uh, what was it? Les Estrada. Yes, we floated the idea of having a Les Estrada, you know, a nationwide sex ban in order to get get the male folk to sit down and make rational decisions because we have denied them the succulent fruits of carnal desires but no not everyone's on board and it's also hard to organize it but this person who posted on two x chromosomes said my sex life with my husband has been non-existent since the abortion ban would you like me to read it or just kind of summarize it Um, it might be, um, um, hmm? might be a good idea more to summarize it. Okay. So this person, get the gist of it. Gotcha. All right. So this person lives in Texas has been infuriated ever since all this went down. So context, she had a daughter last year, two months early and spent 45 days in the NCIU. Uh, the ne but the doctor told her that the next pregnancy was going to be considered high risk and the next one could be born even earlier. She can't imagine having another child knowing they may not make it depending on what her body does. She doesn't want another child now. This breaks her heart because she wants another one, but doesn't want the risk of being potentially criminally criminalized on pot top of potentially delivering early the next time is not worth it. I am so terrified that this could be a possibility. I haven't initiated sex with my own husband in almost a month. 
We use condoms, of course. I'm not on birth control due to hormonal issues. Husband has been researching vasectomies, still deciding on whether a second child is feasible. It's psychologically fucking with both of us. I've apologized to him and told him how I felt, and he understands 100%. But, like, we shouldn't have a conversation like this. We shouldn't have to do this. So this person is very lucky to have a very amazing husband, but they're both exhausted worrying about every single time they have sex. What are they supposed to do? Be celibate from my own, from their own husband? No. And then, and then says about how they hate every white old fucking office. Like, same girl, same. Even though she's just one voice on Reddit, that's actually the voice of many. And I've been thinking that recently with my own husband it's just been also with my sick my sickness i was um i was i was not feeling the libido but just as much as i desire him it just isn't working for me i just don't want a child i've always been afraid of having a child i do not want one i myself i pretty much on the fence on it for much my whole life. I didn't hate the idea, but I didn't love it. I didn't want to, you know, get, have a child, and, you know, it turns out that, no, I'm not ready for this kind of thing. And now I feel like my choices have been majorly limited. Uh, I'm not really so, you know, so worried about um, with having a partner. I'm, I'm ace, so it's just pretty much off the table with a partner anyway, but that one sucked. Say if I were ever assaulted or anything. Also, it feels like if I were to decide one day that yes, I totally want a kid, would I? Would it be ethical for them to grow up in a well like this? I'm not sure, or I want to. I don't think I could really justify it to myself to really have a kid in a place. Eastern country that treats folks like second class citizens. Indeed. Like, I was thinking about all these thoughts. Well, if I were to decide have a kid or have a relationship at one day and whatnot, and we decide to do it, maybe the kid would be biracial. I've seen what happens to how people treat people of color. They turn out to be kind of like me and on, you know, spectrum of not, not cisgendered, you know, bi-gender or maybe they're non-binary, trans. Maybe they fall on multiple layers of LGBT. We've seen how all of this country treats folks like us. If they turn out, well, if they are a cis girl, you know, they can have and and they are born with a uterus. We've seen now what we're going to do just to get uh, forced pregnancy on folks i just don't know with all that if it would be fair and ethical to raise a child on that and of course there's also my states the red states trying to ban books i mean i think in south carolina they were trying to get it so that barnes and noble not um sell genderqueer by maya Kobe. Which of course meant my spiteful little derriere went out and bought it that day. Good for you. But I think, and it, by the way, I highly recommend that book. It's a great read. It's 
I like this thing, especially for those in the teen, the teenage realm. People always, I've read the criticisms by the conservatives saying it's not suitable for children, it's pornographic and whatnot. It's really not though. It's some, mostly it was addressing things that I would think a lot of teenagers go through. You know, first question is about their identity, sexuality, stuff like that. There's barely anything, there's only in my head, there's a nurse. Two scenes that can't are have any kind of sexual nature. One is a complete daydream by character, and we don't really see anything. And others when and the main character, the this is a autobiography. This is uh, a persona. Was the having reminiscing of a sexual encounter when they were an adult. But there's mostly a story that has a few sex or implied sexual scenes, but it's not full blown kind of thing. So I don't know why they're whining. Especially when I'm pretty sure I know for a fact they allow the. Uh, some their kids to watch some that in those colonies and whatnot that most definitely have an interest to sexuality and whatnot. I know the cartoons I went through up with then. Lordy Lord, as soon as it's about an LGBT person. But yeah, I definitely recommend the book. From what I know, uh, Maya is now selling a deluxe edition. Uh, at the back, and I was thinking about saving up my nickels, dollars, and coins and getting that version too. I digress though. Yeah. Spite seems to be a way to motivate me. Well, I'm thinking about it. I'm going to see if I can find a link to the book. Yes, please. I got mine from there. Hey, we can put it in, in the link. You can put it in our in our link. It's always important to get get uh get gender queer experience on this. Cause not everyone has the same traditional heterosexual uh cisgender life. They don't. People always try to condemn and, and, sorry, brain fog. People always try to condemn and destroy what they don't understand, but what they don't understand is, it just is. It always has been like this. Like, for example, side note, I'm into magic, but I was listening to um, this Jewish historian talking about how um, there was magic in ancient Christian times from, you know, after Jesus to medieval to contemporary. And they found, um, they found, found, a, um, a erotic binding spell, I would say, because he called it an erotic binding spell, not a love spell, because, you know, if you're casting magic to make someone fall in love with you, it's not consensual. So erotic binding, it was between 
um, a male monk riding it towards another male monk. And I'm like, oh, so people think, you know, no, like the true Scotsman theories, like no true Christian would do magic. No true Christian would be great gays. Like, no, those things exist. These things have always existed. We've always existed. Just y'all uncomfortable with life so much that you try to dictate it to how it should be, but not how it is. Sorry, I just wanted to say that. I was thinking about it all day. I once saw a documentary about the early days of Christianity before it spread post survive about some of the earlier uh, Christian texts. There was they were fairly sexual, like uh, the documentary talked about one specific um, section of Christianity that had a ritual in which they would do this kind of head preach preacher would have sex with a head priestess and why not they would do kind of like this ritual like that or then they all the nuns and the preachers would you know do the deed in some kind of orgy or something and it's been a while since i've seen the documentary though i think that's like a few years ago five years ago i want to say i'm still in one of my college years that's pretty cool yeah, somewhere along the line they started saying that you know, fix with the same type of thing. Like, y'all don't know what mm-hmm. Christianity has never been sparkly clean from the start. It's always been borrowing from other things and pretending it, it came up with it all by itself. So it's like, no, we totally didn't steal this from Zoroastrianism. No, you don't know. It's like, what are you talking about? Sorry, just. Cause, cause we we both we both grew up in Christian backgrounds, right? Just, and I feel like yeah. as we've gotten older, we've we've learned we've, cause knowledge truly is the bane of ignorance. Cause I didn't know know all that stuff. I didn't know about Christians practicing magic. It's just very hypocritical because also there are there's lots of um, Republicans and right wingers and fundy nut jobs that actually go and get that went and got abortions when it was legal, you know, rules for thee but not for me. And I'm like, you realize this is all hypocritical, right? And you just want to push your agenda, and you just want everyone else to suffer except for you. That's not okay. much also coincidentally um from politico operation higher court inside the religious rights efforts to wine and dine the supreme court justices you may think this might be a conspiracy but no they've been doing this for a while i remember when the proud boys in what 2014 showed up in their little brown shorts and their little white shirts carrying those those uh long torches enchanting and being herald racist and hella scary and I was like I remember that and it's just gotten worse and worse over the years let's see e gender queer memorial what's the good news I'll have to read it there's just some good news I was recently part on some kind of um 
thing in which we were trying to reach out to folks in Kansas to vote no on this um, anti-abortion bill they were say and asking, are you please, are you going to say you're going to vote that you're not going to support this bill? And they're like, heck no, we're not going to support this bill. The majority of the respondents said they were definitely not going to support bills that were anti-abortion that denied um, the right to abortion. So a few people said that they were going to vote for it because they're pro-life and all that, but most of it was like, no, I'm not going to vote for that. And stuff like that. And that warmed my little heart up. That's good. Yeah, the Supreme Court... Yeah, feel a bit better. Yeah. The Supreme Court is definitely not listening to the American public. There's like, cool, your opinion. We're not going to do that. Does everything the opposite. Their legitimacy has been tarnished. We need to get rid of the Supreme Court. I say that, but... It's always about getting it done, isn't it? About the how and getting it done. I've seen on Reddit that people are calling for revolution and yet they're all admitting that they're all tired and they need to work out their schedules because, you know, adults and their schedules and their work lives. But they expect it to happen. They want it to happen. So I'm like, that's true. But it ha has to happen with someone take with someone doing something. So I have some suggestions because we don't want, want it to be messy, but most revolutions are violent. And I was thinking the other day that we might be heading towards another civil war. Sorry, sorry, um I, I I got a brain I got brain fog. It's just hard for me to think and talk. This feels like summer's coming. I hope against hope that's not gonna be a violent you know or anything, but I see a lot of people a lot of folks on Reddit and other sites getting kind of antsy. I remember reading something on Reddit saying that they feel the Second Civil War is coming to the United States. I'm hoping they're wrong, though. I don't really want to live through any, any bloodshed, but I get a feeling that something is going to get. But here's a bit of good news for you. Um, I'm going to Noble. The link the page itself finally completely learned for me, and the book is temporarily out of stock. People have been buying the holy hell out of this book, and that just makes my spiteful little heart this red suit sizes. <laughs> it's like, take that. Apparently, I remember, I did remember reading something Bob Maya sent and they and Eva saying about how the the book had seen a spike in sales but for some reason it didn't feel like it would be this like this much but apparently the Barnes Noble is now out of stock. Oh wow. That says something. I'm going to go by a hunch and 
take another shot right quick. I get a feeling it might be all stuck here too. That's good. Because it's exposing more people to to other people's point of views is exposing them to other people's lives. They need to have this exposure. Because we're all people. It's not out of stock per se, but it's <laughs> uh, Amazon. In fact, it's not out of stock, but it's jumped in price from the usual price of about $17 or so, $17 to about 30 to 40 Wow. On the paperback alone. And that's just from used books. And I'm like, they apparently bit off more than they can chew. They messed with the wrong one. <laughs> we are now in the find out stage Indeed. of this. Around and find out. Indeed. They have poked an angry queer beast. And he is getting, you know, rich off of it. I'm really happy for them. I've read about how it can difficult it is for struggling for artists and whatnot and comic arts. Especially LGBT folks. So the fact that one asshole dude trying to get Barnes Noble to cease and desist selling his book has led to such momentous scale as that it jumped in price about twenty bucks on Amazon alone is now out of stock at Barnes Noble makes me very happy for him amazing it's doing doing exactly what the republicans yes. don't want <laughs> it's getting popular whenever they yeah, lose exactly. i was happy sorry sorry go ahead mm -hmm. and i said i just said exactly <laughs> no no i um, thought they'd done something because yeah. i i didn't watch any Christmas or any holiday stuff growing up because XJW. But I finally watched um, the Jim Carrey um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas and it warmed my heart. Because <laughs> I too don't like people. And I too want to be left alone, but I like celebrating things. It was like I love it when the Republicans lose. Warms my little heart. <laughs> Also, I feel like this is all just kind of too coincidental. Like, uh, like Joe Mankin, senator dude, like, because he's a coal baron, and he voted against against the the recent climate change stuff. So now he's personally screwed us. And I'm like, you guys don't want women to have rights. You guys want us to birth out shit. And you guys are very much against the environment. Are you guys purposely causing the apocalypse or doomsday to happen? Because you cannot separate the organism from the environment. If the environment is like 120 degrees, everything's going to fry. There's just no doubt about it. 
I'm like, I feel like you guys are very, very doomsday and trying to take everyone in the world with you. No. Mm, um, I guess we can say that, uh, well, there's not much to say. I guess we can offer the, uh, link to any, uh, money costs from the Battle Strike, uh, National Network of Abortion Funds. Yeah. And always put that in again. Yeah. And also, we could put in RPM's group. I feel like RPM is doing more legwork than we are. <laughs> yeah. We're, do we're doing our best. He's got a lot going on. Last time I checked, I was going to see if I could um, read out that letter they had on that Discord. If some of the organizations here in the Peach State of Georgia, I haven't got that. more to talk about on this well, on more examples of women being treated as second-class citizens but we're back now after a while and we're getting we're, in, we're still getting through it but also we yeah, just needed, we just needed to kind of catch up we've all had very stressful lives and very stressful times it's okay to slow down and Take time for yourself. That's all I've got. Alrighty, and here's the link. E. Alright. I think that's, I'm switching the HTTPS and colon, but that's pretty much the website to go to. Alright. Let's wrap it up. Okay. Alrighty. It's, it's been good to get back to podcasting. This is um, it's and this was Star, and thanks for listening. We'll be back with more, thanks. and we'll keep getting better. All right, thanks for listening, y'all. Bye. Bye.